Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And speaking of traveling the world, we're actually traveling around beautiful Taiwan right now. We're in the south, we'll be heading to the east, and we'll be heading back up to the north uh, to Taipei, checking out all the amazing uh, sites here in Taiwan. It's our first time ever. And we document all of our travels on our website, daddyblogger.com, with pictures, videos, blog posts. And of course, we continue to do a podcast series. We're already at 450 episodes. And soon we'll hit the magic 500 episode mark. Super excited about the, that landmark moment coming up soon. And we love interviewing fellow entrepreneurs, fellow travelers, and of course fellow authors. One of my big passions is uh, writing books myself, but also inspiring other people to publish their own books. So whenever I get an author on the show, I get extra excited. So we have our guest today. Her name is Ellen Violet. She's the founder of Books. Business Abundance, her website's booksbusinessabundance.com, and she is an international best-selling author of multiple books, and not only, she, not only she does it for herself, but she actually coaches, mentors, and supports other authors in the whole book writing process. Everything from the book idea, to the book cover, to the book editing, the book formatting, the book publishing, the book marketing, the book monetizing, and much, 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 much more. Uh, so super excited to get her insights into this process of book publishing. So Ellen, uh, welcome to the show. How are you doing today in beautiful San Diego, California? Yeah, great. Thank you. That's so exciting. You're in Taiwan. Thank, thank you. Thank you. So Ellen, uh, one of the things we love to do is uh, storytell. Uh, you know, at the beginning of all our shows, uh, we love hearing a story about yourself, a little bit of a background. So why don't you give us a quick summary of yourself uh, for the people who are listening and watching here today, Ellen? Well, I write when I was like 11 or 12 poetry journals, and it's in my DNA. My grandmother was an English, my mother was the uh, editor of her paper, my grandfather was the night editor of the Los Angeles Examiner. So, I grew up in a professional family, I was expected to get a professional degree. And I started on that round of the best in the country at UC Berkeley and uh, graduated with honors. And then it was like, well, what am I going to do with my life? And I just, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to spend my life arguing with people. So I was looking for something to do that creative and still And I was recruited to go into architecture. And so I went to UCLA architecture for two years. It was not a good fit. And I became agoraphobic. I, and I was just having a, like a six month panic attack. And, uh, therapy. And I was reading my writing to my therapist. And she said to me, Did you, have you ever thought about being a therapist? No, I mean, that just was not in the realm of possibility in my world. And it's so funny because UCLA has actually has a very good extension. So uh, I went to UCLA. I started studying songwriting and I fell mad with it. And I had 20 years and uh, became a Grammy nominated songwriter and started out actually as a and, and 
I applied to something called the Music City Song Festival, and I submitted some lyrics and beat other people won prize. So I made a thousand dollars. That was like my first money ever, you know. And as I said, I went on to get a Grammy nomination, and that was great. Except for I didn't have anything happen for three years after that. I and my husband, we built a world-class studio in the house I grew up in. And then the earth, the Northridge earthquake hit, and our house was a mess. And loving each other and I was left with the house but it was uh, it was in shambles we had to fix it to sell it to get any money out of it we moved down to San Diego and we started buying fixing and selling houses right as the market was taking off and we made a lot in just a few short years and then the market got too hot and there was nothing to buy. And so we took a property management job. I'm from Los Angeles. We took a property in Los Angeles and uh, made the biggest mistake of our lives because we had bought this beautiful piece of property at the beach and we swore we were never going to sell it. So, um, your head's, there you go. Your head was missing. And so um, anyway, so And I, I, you know, got on the like, what am I going to do the rest of my life? I'd always wanted to write books, and I started looking around, and I found eBooks. And running most of my audience is saying, you mean you can you can do this and get right to your audience, which was so refreshing to me because in the music business you could not do in those days. You know, we didn't have YouTube, we direct channel for our music, and so you had to go through gatekeepers, and it, there was so much money in. The, they put it all inside and nobody wanted you to succeed. They would do everything to keep you out, really. And so it, it was very difficult to of ebooks. And so I got online and I started studying ebooks. And uh, went to seminar with Armin Warren, and that was a big deal back then. And there was also something the Chris Portraits, and it was a perfect storm in a positive way and that I was in the right place at the right time and went many. I thought, this is insane. How could there not be any ebook coaches? This is crazy. There was like one book and uh, else. I was like, oh my God, I, this is great. I could do this. I could become the first one. I got to figure this out so that I can this and so did so I created a workshop and I had two people in my work, first workshop I did and taught the workshop and when it was all over this woman said to me well now I'm gonna go take a writing course because I still don't know how to write it and I'm like what do you mean I just gave you this whole course their skill target market you know how to write their titles how to you know put their books together all that but I didn't have a system Went back to school on it. I studied with some more coaches. I spent another five grand, um, learned a system. I worked together. Meantime, I had done this 12 Days of Christmas with Mark Hendricks. And before I did that, I had like 200 people on the list. 
uh, within two weeks, I had 1,600 people on my list from this giveaway that he used it. And I'm in business. So that was very cool. And I didn't know that that was not normal, you know, because that's all I knew. I, I never had before. And so, and then the next year I did it again and I got 3,000 people. So, I mean, I was doing really, really well. I made a year income years. Then the recession hit and a whole lot of, you know, normal entrepreneurial things happened that I didn't know were normal. And uh, I went through a lot of depression, a lot of frustration. Uh, here I've been getting 200 people on a call and suddenly, you know, I wasn't getting as many people. It was getting more crowded. And at the same time, people were now hurting from the recession. So they would say, I'd love to take your workshop, but I don't have the money. So I became a customer and trying to figure out, you know, what to do. So, um, and then, and then Kindle came in. So I didn't I wrote a book with Jim Edwards uh, called Sell More Ebooks. And we made about $12,000 in like three how all of it comes in. Oh, and the funny thing is, before Kindle came in, through all ebooks are dead. And I'm sitting there going, I don't see how ebooks could ever be even before Kindle. But then Kindle came in, and then people were becoming best selling authors with Kindle. And so and I started for people, and they were all going to number one. And I got this one. Uh, VA uh, that she was working with, and uh, she told them, she says, "I'm going to before when selling off, I'm working with." And they said, "Yeah, right." And the reason they were skeptical is because they'd been doing these launches for people, and they weren't getting their clients to number one. I did the launch with her, and in 11 hours, that at that point, she became a number one best-selling author, and. Uh, were blown away so they they met me and we started working together and which was great because now i didn't have to do the back office anymore they started doing it for me and we have 100% rating authors to number one but one of the things that has happened is that you uh you know you, you do these launches or promotions depending on you know if it's a new book or, or you, a book that you've had for a while and you can do them at any time we call it a launch. What happened was that you can only, to do it, you could put them in there for 90 days, but you have to give it Amazon. So, is, well, what are you doing the other 85 days to market your book, you know? And also, what are you doing to integrate market book with your business? What I found is so many people were like their books over here and their business is over there and they're not integrating or they write the book, they forget about it. They even launch and then they don't never do another one. So there, there's sort of this, uh, you know, not, not a, a system and it's not long. So I really try to get people to understand that once you know these strategies, keep using them. You know, it's like don't do something once and then never do it again. Uh, anyway, kind of my story. So uh, here I am. I've been doing it now for 14 years. And um, product launches and then not wanting to do product launches and writing books and not writing books and, you know, working on other
stuff and my stuff. I just followed you last year. That was my first anthology. And um, I did that one. It's called How to Crush It in Business Without Crushing Your Spirit. And the reason I did that one was because I went through this, you know, up and down and up and down uh, of periods that were had in my business. And I felt like I was the only one, you know, because like you go on Facebook and everybody looks like they're doing so fabulously. And you then you're ta you talk to people behind the scenes and you find out that this person you thought was doing so great was crying themselves to sleep every night. So wanted people number one understand the entrepreneurial journey is that it's not always i mean it's great the highs are fantastic but the lows are crappy you know and uh, it's scary at times so you know when it's not working so um you know so i wanted to do that and but i'll do an analogy so i can get other people's stories and hear what they're doing you know to to deal with their depression and it worked well and it created a lot of interest and we got offered a publishing deal from that which is really cool because now i got 17 people of published which i thought was very cool and um and then we started a group so now we have we have a group where people can just hang out entrepreneurs and to help them deal with the ups and downs of, uh, you know, of entrepreneurship. This is that, you know, it's uh, books, but it's also content because one of the things I love about books so much is the fact that you can read us. So often will come to me, especially coaches and consultants, and they don't think they have a book in them. And I'll, and I'll say, well, you're working with people one-on-one, -on -one. you know, what do you do? And they'll start to you know, I mean, it, it's just people don't make the connection. It's like they have everything they need, but they haven't connected it in their, you know, understand that they don't have to be working, that you want to start repurposing and creating more passive um, products and programs and things just because, you know, right now you may love maybe in 10 years you won't get sick or something happens and you know working one-on-one -on -one, you only have so many hours in a day and so you can only go so far so repurposing content is something that varies well and then taking the um, the information from the book and you know taking pieces out for marketing and, and all that and uh and then the other piece is okay how do you start getting clients at a higher level and it's a very short book, but it was it took me ten years of being in my business to understand what I needed to go into that short book. You know, so so that was another thing that I did. So but it's it's all about really you've got to you've got to create your business, but then scale it. But a lot of times I'll talk to people and they go, Well, I don't know whether to write my book first or do my program. And they get an ass paralysis. They don't know what you know what to do, and so they don't do anything, or they sit there and they're all frazzled. I said, look, you know, once you create the outlaw, create, you know, but they'll say, well, you know, it, it's going to take me too long to write a book. Well, the way 
teach people. It doesn't take them all through this. It took me a long time to create my program. I mean, to understand everything I needed to put into it and all the different pieces. You know, put it together. As a matter of fact, I remember I pre-sold my first marketing course, and then it took me seven months to put it together, and people were screaming at me. And, you know, and I had to write an ebook in three days or less. So, I mean, within a week, they they can do that, and it took me way longer to do that. But people get it in their mind that well, I'm not making money from the book, so I better do the program first, and I'll think about it later. But it really, it, it's really not, I not a good thing to do because your book markets for you, you know? I, I, I'm starting a podcast of my own uh, and I'm working on the first five ones, right? The first five episodes right now. And I interviewed one of my friends who wrote a book, her name's Shelly Campbell. She wrote a book called The Wealthy Spirit. And I, I mean, it, it's like one page a day throughout the year. Every year I, re, I read it all year long. And every year, depending on where I am, my head, I think it's out. But she said, you know, she didn't want to write a book at first, but her people were saying to her, look, you know, my, my aunt lives in Chicago and can't come to your workshop, so I need you to write a book. But the, and then she said she was amazed at how many people have gotten into her program because they read the book. The, you know, can mark for you. And then, of course, Amazon has 197 million people there, you know, readers. So you don't have a book, you're missing out on a whole lot of there. So <laughs> I kind of went off on a long thing here, but. It was awesome, it was awesome. Thank you for sharing. So I'm curious to know, um, what are your top tips for people who want to actually publish for the first time? Because I talk to people all the time, they have a great book idea. Almost everyone has a book in them, I really feel that. But they don't know how to get started, they feel this analysis paralysis, they procrastinate, they feel they're too busy. So what would be your top tips for actually getting started as a book writer, book author, book publisher? You know, it's so funny because I actually just did live and this week in my newsletter, I wrote the four keys um, to fast and easy book writing. And it is number one is you got to have the motivation. That's absolute. I mean, without motivation, nothing happens, right? So you've got to know, you know, why are you doing this? Why are you, what's going to want to get up and do it? Let's go. I mean, they want to be a, a best-selling author because it sounds good and you're an authority and people look up to you and that's great, you know, or for credibility and experts. But like I said, be smart for them. I want to get in front of all those people. I mean, whatever it is for you, or maybe it's you know, I, I wanted to market for my course, and my course is, is going to get in the hand a bigger impact. Or if they see the value in what they can do with the book. I mean, I have clients who are doing amazing things because they're an author. Uh, I have and who his we made it number one, and he's been on the bestseller list for over a year now. And he, the first thing he, he created this summit. And because he was now a number one best-selling author, nobody said no, because that gave him that instant credibility. So they all agreed to be on this. He wanted to get Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank to be his mentor. And he went to a, Kevin was, and Kevin saw it, loved it, brought him on stage, and now he's his mentor. And, uh, and then he got asked to talk. 
page in Singapore. And so he took this trip to Singapore that was all paid for. So, I mean, you know, that's just one story. Another author where I helped her and uh, she sold 4,000 books in her first weekend, you know, which totally was amazing. So, you know, it's for anybody, but you know what your motivation is, okay? You, you just have to know that. And then you have to know what, what's your topic. Don't mean pick something out of the air. But for me, a good topic is something you're passionate about and something that you have the skill to pull off. Now, if you have the skill, but you're willing to do that. I mean, when I first started, I didn't know how to teach people how to write ebooks, but I had enough passion and enough knowledge for easy for me, you know, to do that. But when I work with people, the first thing we do is we do the research. And I learned this from Jim Edwards. I used to do something called the Virtual Ebook Expo. It was, it was my version of a summit way before all these other people were doing it. And he said, a successful author, you have to put on your marketing hat first. And that is so true. So I, I work, I ask them, you know, once they have a preliminary topic, like what key thing would look up if they were for write about and then they'll tell me and then we'll go into kindle and we'll start putting the words in and we'll start seeing well what kind of results are the words getting you know are are there bestsellers are they ranking high are they doing well are they selling a lot of books and then how are they connecting with their coming up over and over and um and at the same time how do we make your book stand out from all the other books because when you, you see a bunch of books that all seem similar, you're not going to buy any of them. You're just going to be confused. So you want to know exactly what you're looking for at somebody. So that's what we do is we go in and we look at all that. And then what you have to do is Amazon keywords. You can, you can get more categories. You just have to contact them to add more, which they don't tell you. But, um, but if you get those Words, those words that you want use one or two of them in your title in your subtitle in your kindle description so in other words you want to set yourself up for success before and then third is you want to have a system for writing your book so a system for writing your book can be like i teach is my three ebook workshop system that I've created that works really well. I've taught people all over the world. I've done the workshop 30 times since 2004. Um, and then there are other people who don't want to write. So then I have an interview process for those people. And we can literally do a book in a day. Um, just really for designers who don't have a lot of time or think writing is going to take too long and that's why they don't want to do it. And then they see, oh, I can do it with Ellen and it's going to be done. No, my part's going to be done. In and then we do the rest for them. So, you know, we'll edit and format and put it all together. So, um, and, but, and, you know, whether you do else, the idea that you feel comfortable with and then follow it. And then the last thing is focus. So if you're all over, if you start Every time you start to work on your book, you see another shiny object and you run off in another direction, your book is going to get done. So that's the fourth thing. So you need to be motivated, you need to properly, 
you need your system and you need your focus. And uh, that's it. And then the specific so you got to you got to have a great cover. Um, like I said, you just you want it to stand out. So for instance, there's so many things that people do that are wrong. Um, one of the things is like they'll get so into the SEO. And so what they'll do is like they'll go and they'll say, oh, you know, how to be happy is, is a great phrase, you know, and it is. But guess what? If you go and you how to be happy, how many books are there now called how to be happy? I mean, one time I looked at work at 14, one time I looked at work at seven. I mean, but who's going to book I'll have happy when there's like seven? How do I decide? Right. So that's why you've got to you've got to be able to differentiate. And then you've, the other thing is that sometimes people are so in their head, like they know what they're talking about and they don't understand that it may not be translating to their audience. So I connected with a guy on LinkedIn and he had this cover and this title and it totally made no sense to me. And so I said to him, well, what does the title mean? And he the title meant and it was an acronym. And um, I said, well, the problem is nobody gets it but you. And nobody go to Amazon and see your book. So I would not go with that title. And he was like, well, thank you for, for your, you know, I mean, he liked my constructive uh, criticism of anything, but I like my title. And that's one of the other things. Authors a lot of times get too free to their titles and uh, then they are not paying and some of them are just not ever going to work. You know, they're just, uh, they're just unintelligible to the general public. You know, a woman who came to me and her book was about the afterlife, but her title was about death. And so she was, she was between what her title was saying it was about. So there's just a, you know, a lot of little things like that that are actually big things that um, can just be a tweak sometimes, you know, that makes a difference. So those, those are my, my tips for people getting started is, you know, don't be afraid. It has to take a long time. It doesn't. Don't let people tell you that. It's, it's full. It's just not true. You know, but you got, but you've got to, that's, that you want to have stops you from just all that guesswork and and doing it wrong and wasting money and energy some awesome advice there Alan uh, all about getting started and uh, you know um, uh, making sure you have a great cover and the great content and not being married to the title and uh, all, all really rock solid tips here so Alan I'm curious to know about this whole area of book monetization a lot of people think they're gonna be multi-millionaires by being authors and uh, it's not necessarily going to be the case, even if you become a bestseller, it might just be a bestseller for one day or for the first week. But how do you actually recur, get the recurring revenue, uh, stay on that bestseller list and monetize your book and, uh, you know, buy positioning, etc. Tell us about your tips for book monetization. I think it's a combination of things and also there are different ways you have to decide what you're willing to do. So for instance, if you wanted to put your uh, marketing on automatic one there are different paths that you can go uh, most of them start with a bestseller launch and the reason is that when you do the bestseller launch there are all these announcement sites you get to and once you create start creating a lot of buzz number one you don't you never know what doors are going to open from that two 
that start marketing for you and then you get it, it, it snowballs in a positive way. That's a good thing. And then if you want to do our services ads on Amazon, which are much cheaper than doing it on Facebook, and it's specifically for Amazon. I have a colleague who is, and he was the one who said, even if you're going to do that, still do the launch first, and then you can put the, that on automatic. Now, people are doing and they're doing and I'm always you know trying new things and seeing what's working and of course it's always changing but what I do is I have a, a program called ebook marketing math and books and ebooks have become interchangeable when I started they were different now they're it's like you, you know you do one book and you just put it in all these different modalities. you get a and you can do an audio book so um, but so I teach people how to use the free way things and also I'm really good at working with people where I love to listen to what's their passion what's their skill and what's going to work best for them because one of the things that drives me is when people go you know well a topic that might be really great for one person isn't necessarily going to be great for another so you know something's for me because that just puts me to death so you know you have to know what your, your passion and your skills are and then find a way to create your program that's going to work for you long term because if there's a lesson I've learned the hard way in this business is that you, there are a lot of things you can do to make money but they lack security eventually you're just not going to want to do it anymore so you have to figure out what you need to stay involved to stay enthusiastic and to want to keep it up so the other day I was listening to a guy and this was fascinating he actually was talking about this idea that giving stuff for and he was saying the problem with that for him was he was just getting a lot of people who wanted free stuff and they weren't turning into buyers so what he did instead created an ebook book I don't know which it was and what he did was he it, he, it was a low-cost entry product but a price tag on it and thinking about how there have been uh, changes to Facebook ads where you can target in such a way. He was able to use that to get total traffic to his book and have an upsell to that. And the guy literally has made over a million dollars from a book and, a, and an upsell. And that's it. And not not an upsell that's like four ninety seven, but an upsell like the whole, the book and the upsell were together under $100. So... So that's another way. And then there are others writing tons and tons and tons of books. And now when you've got a lot of books and then you also do them in the audio, I mean, you can do them late for the audience. So that's another way to go. So there are, there are different strategies. It just depends what you want to do. Yeah, no, definitely some great advice, especially about the upsell. Uh, you know, uh, you might not necessarily make millions of dollars on the book sales alone, but by upselling and uh, you know turning your book into speaking engagements and product sales and media interviews, that's definitely going to help you uh, get more clients and make more sales. So, Ellen, I wanted to uh, know how people connect with you. You've been a wealth of info and expertise in this area. People want to want to hire you, that they can get their own book done. Uh, so, tell us about your website, your social media, and how they can reach out and connect. Yeah, well, the website, as you said, is Books, Business, and Abundance, but I really want to um, encourage people to join us in the Facebook group, which is facebook.com 
forward slash groups forward slash self publishing community. That's the actual URL, but it's, it's the self publishing community for entrepreneurs. So oh, it's, it's a new group. It's a, it's a new group because I'm doing is um, the abundance. But what I'm going to do now is once the podcast gets going, that's going to be a discussion group for the books business. And then the regular group is uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash self publishing. Awesome. And I'll actually have those links below. So if you're watching this interview on YouTube, they'll be right in the YouTube description. If you're listening to this uh, interview on iTunes or one of the podcast directories, they'll be right in the show notes. So Ellen, uh, definitely amazing what you're doing, uh, inspiring, equipping, supporting authors from around the world to get their book out of their mind and into print and onto the bestseller status. So thank you, Ellen, for being on the show. And to make a bigger impact, everybody, let's get it out to more people. Absolutely. A better place by getting your message. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. So thanks, Ellen, and thanks everyone for tuning into this episode. If you have a book in you, and if you haven't got it published yet, definitely reach out for support. Uh, people like Ellen, perfect uh, uh, for helping you because they, they've gone through the procrastination, they've gone through that uh, analysis paralysis, and then figure out a way to uh, get their books published. So definitely, if we can do it, I have four books, if Ellen can do it, and if uh, literally uh, lots of her authors can do it, so can you. So looking forward to reading your book. Uh, thanks everyone for tuning into this episode and we'll catch up with you in the next one. Happy travels and happy book publishing.